Testing, testing, one, two, one, two. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of As the Sports World Burns. My name is Tony Burns. Pleased to bring you a few minutes of opinions on sports and other topics using old school wisdom with the new school perspective. People have been asking me for several weeks now to speak or say something about the Brittany Griner incident, or I'm not sure if incident is the right word, incident is the right word, but uh, for those who don't know, uh, Brittany Griner is a WNBA player who uh, was playing in Russia, and when she attempted to leave, she was arrested and uh, charged with having some sort of illegal paraphernalia. And she's been in jail now for over 100 days. Um, our government, United States government, has uh, deemed it, um, oh, what's the word? Um, illegal, detained illegally. I'm not sure if that's the correct phrase. But, um, um, and there's been a, a cry to uh, for our government to do something to get her released and um, able to come home. I've been reluctant to speak on it because I don't know any of the details. Um, just because our government publicly made a public statement declaring something is illegal, illegally detained, uh, I don't trust our government on anything else, so why would I trust our government on this? Um, first of all, if if she is a complete, completely innocent victim, if she did nothing wrong and she was arrested strictly because she's an American, then I don't know what our country is doing. She should, we should be doing something to get her home. Okay, that's uh, as far as I'm concerned. That's I don't know if it's, a, it's a, if it's an act of war, but it's definitely. Um, <sighs> You can't do that. You can't just detain Americans for no reason. However, if Miss Griner did break one of their laws while she was in their country, then she should be subject to the same punishment as anyone else. And I've heard people say that what she was arrested for wouldn't it, would not be illegal in this country which is fine, except she was not in this country when she allegedly was arrested for having this. When you're in another country, you abide by that country's rules. If I go to Singapore and the law in Singapore is you cannot spit on the sidewalk, and I say, well, you know, in my country, that's okay, so I'm going to go ahead and spit on the sidewalk. Well, then I'm an idiot. And if, and if the, you know, if, if the punishment for spitting on the sidewalk in Singapore is 15 years in jail, then I should have to do 15 years in jail, okay? Just because I think it's a stupid law or, or unfair law, when you're in another country, you abide by that country's laws. Um, and like I said, I've been reluctant to speak on it because I don't know if Miss Griner is innocent or if she's guilty. And so I hate doing these you know, what if kind of conversations that are debates that seem to be so popular these days. Um, but 
those are my thoughts. If she's innocent, if she did nothing wrong, then we need to be doing whatever we have to do to get her out of there because that's, you know. But, but if she broke their law, then she's where she should be. Um, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, top five, my top five list for today is going to be a little strange. It's the top five trees of my youth. I grew up in South Arkansas in the rural community of Jersey, Arkansas, surrounded by trees. Used to climb trees, used to, you know, hide around trees. I used to build a, a, um, a bike path through the woods. They call it the forest. We call it the woods around my house. And, uh, you know, chop down these trees and this brush and these bushes. And, but, you know, trees is a big deal. Um, so these are my top five trees from my youth. Number five, weeping willow. I love a weeping willow. It is the to me. It is the most um, majestic. I'm not sure if that's the right word, but it's it's just magical tree. I just find it incredible. My mom planted one in the back of our house, and we had to move. Our house burned down, and we had to move before it ever reached its its potential. And so, I don't have a lot of experience with uh, as far as seeing weeping willows. When I was a kid, but I just, I just, I remember seeing them maybe in books, and I was really excited when she planted that one. I really wanted to see it grow. Uh, number four, pine trees. This is a tree I'm very familiar with. We were surrounded by pine trees in Bradley County. Uh, my dad um, ventured into puffwood hauling, in which we chopped down pine trees. So I've lugged many a pine tree. Um, climbed many a pine tree. Uh, yeah, pine tree has been on the list. Number three, sweet gum. The sweet gum tree. And before anyone, I don't know if anyone else did it, but yes, as a child, I did chew the sap from the sweet gum tree. And you could chew it, uh, it was not very tasty, <laughs> but as a kid, I eat probably things that are a lot worse than sweet gum. So, but uh, the sweet gum tree, uh, number two, the dogwood tree. Um, like the weeping willow, dogwood tree is something I just like the way it it looked. Uh, it's very the, the when the, when it bloomed, those white blossoms. Uh, when they're, when you, you walk across, if you walk into an area with that had a, a lot of dogwood trees and just the whole, it was really pretty. I uh, love dogwood trees. And then I want a tree for my youth, the peach tree. That's right. We had a peach tree at my very first house I was born in. There was a peach tree across the road and it had the best peaches I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what a peach tree looks like. All I know is with the peaches hanging from the tree. Oh, man. Uh, I, my diabetes is kicking in just thinking about those peaches I used to eat. But um, 
anyway, that's my top five list for the day. Thank you so much for listening. As you were.